Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Zen nicotine products are only for adults 21 plus who currently use tobacco or nicotine. Are you ready for a fresh start? And we mean a real fresh start with lasting change. Take the Zen 10 challenge and switch up the way you've been enjoying nicotine. Available in a variety of tastes and strengths, Zen Nicotine Pouches deliver smoke-free and spit-free nicotine satisfaction. Try Zen Nicotine Pouches for 10 days or your money back. Your fresh start is here. Take the Zen 10 Challenge today at zen.com slash 10. That's zyn.com slash 10. Ford Motor Company is committed to moving forward together with new all-electric vehicles that offer an efficient and exhilarating driving experience. Join Ford as they redefine what electric can do. Ford customers will have easy and simple access to charge, whether they charge at home with the overnight plug-in Ford Mobile Charger or on the road at one of the 19,500 charging stations of the Blue Oval Charge Network. Journey into the future with Ford's lineup of electric vehicles with many affordable options to choose from. Head over to Ford.com to learn more. Built Ford Proud. At Carvana, we're in the business of driving you happy and saving you some time. That's why we give you the option to choose from thousands of cars online from wherever you are. That could be on your couch, on your break, or while your camera off during a meeting. Our 100% online car buying experience offers you as soon as next day delivery or pickup from one of our car vending machines. So visit Carvana.com or download the app to shop for a vehicle. Carvana, we'll drive you happy. The Trend Reporter is a production of iHeartRadio. Trends are constantly changing. There's something new in wellness, beauty, and food every day. That can be a lot to keep up with. So let me do the work. I'm the Trend Reporter, Mara Schiavocampo, here to tell you everything you want to know about the trends you should know. Hey guys, today's trend, all things lady parts. Now, there are countless products and procedures out there promising to help strengthen your pelvic muscles, reduce period discomfort, improve orgasms, and more. And today we're going to talk about a few of them, specifically vaginal steaming, yoni eggs, and kegel weights. And we're also going to hear from a plastic surgeon who specializes in vagina surgery. It's technically called labiaplasty. She says it's about a lot more than just making things prettier. She's going to break it all down. And I'm joined now by my sister, Pia. Uh, Pia, I wanted you to be here with me for this because this the idea for this topic was yours. Yeah. You introduced the idea of vaginal steaming mm-hmm. to me. Mm-hmm. So tell me about your vaginal steaming experience? Yeah. So I first heard about vaginal steaming through a woman named Kelly Garza, who has a great website called the steamy chick. Um, and this was maybe five or six years ago, a friend was having an event and she was talking about it and she just shared all this incredible stuff. And I thought, Oh, okay. Well, this is something different. Um, and she just talked about how these were ancestral ways that women kind of cared for themselves Um, and that, you know, having your period is not meant to be something shameful, but it's meant to be a celebration, a time for rest or renewal. Um, and at that time I was really, I've always, as you know, struggled with really heavy periods, painful periods. And so I, on the spot bought one of her steamers and started using it and it really did help me tremendously. How did it help? So for me, what helped was it made my periods shorter lighter 
and much more easy to predict in terms of when it was coming, like down to the hour. Um, and that was just like a huge lifesaver. And it was also just relaxing. It felt like this wonderful way to care for myself and to be extra aware of what was happening in my womb. So I really loved Hmm. it. And I think it's, it's really incredible. So this is a practice that has been done for centuries Mm -hmm. um, all over the world. It's an ancient practice. Mm -hmm. And um, Dr. White is going to come on and she's going to talk to us a little bit more about it. I'm going to play the role of devil's advocate because the science behind it is kind of flimsy. So I value your experience a lot and I value what Dr. White is saying, but this conversation needs to have some balance. So before we get to that, I do have some vagina trivia for you. Oh boy. Are you ready for the vagina trivia? Listen, bring it on. (laughs) Bring it on. So I learned a lot. Actually, you know what's funny? I realized when I was planning this episode, I did not even see my own lady parts until I was 19 years old. Can you believe that? That's not surprising. I think a lot of women don't because no one talks about that. No one talks about getting a mirror and kind of looking down and see what's down there. I didn't really want to look, but I was at the gynecologist in college Mm -hmm. and it was, it was on the campus. So my guess is that he had this experience with a lot of his patients who are probably young women who were seeing the gynecologist for the first time or, you know, new to it. And he said, you ever take a look? And I was like, "Uh, no. He's like, you want to? I was like, sure. So he gave me a mirror. And I was like, oh, there's a lot going on down there. (laughs) You're all, hey, girl, how you doing? (laughs) All right. So you've heard of the term yoni. Yes. It was in yoni eggs. Mm -hmm. What does yoni mean? Oh, I used to know that question. Um, I'm going to say pleasure, but I, I don't know. That's a good guess. It's the Sanskrit word for womb. It's used to describe female organs and reproductive energy. Oh, got it. So it's kind of all encompassing. Um, okay, where does the word vagina come from? It's Latin. It's a Latin I figured, word. I figured. Um, I'm thinking vastness, but I, I don't know. That's a good guess. And that actually would, would make me very happy. It's the Latin word for sheath. For sheath. Sheath, like the sheath of a sword, which really pisses me off because it defines the vagina in relation to accommodating swords. Right. Yeah, I'm not really down with that. No, which is totally not the uh, way that we <laughs> define it. And similarly, the word for clitoris, There's, it's a, it has a Greek uh, root. Any guesses on what the word means? Um, hurry up. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> That's a good guess. Uh, no, it comes from the Greek for place or key because it was seen as a door tender providing entrance to the door. Wow. Again, a man's view of our body. Right. I'm like, that's not a door knocker. That's yeah. Wow. That is so off. Okay. Um, and then cervix, actually, this one made sense to me. It's Latin for neck. Okay. Which I think that's all good. Um, and labia is lips. for lips. Yeah. Right. So those made sense to me. Yeah. The others, not so much. Mm-hmm. So we're going to talk to Dr. Cat later, speaking of labia, because uh, she is an expert in labiaplasty. Uh, she's the star of E's new show. Do you remember Dr. 90210 on E? 
kind of. It was on like in the early 90s. Well, they're remaking it, but with all female plastic surgeons. Oh. When I was doing research for our interview, I looked at her gallery. She's a gallery on her website. Have you ever seen befores and afters of labiaplasty? Uh, No, I haven't, but you've got me quite curious now. It is fascinating. I highly recommend it. I was shocked by the variety of lady parts, like how vastly different they are, because she has dozens of befores and afters. Really? And I was just blown away by that. I thought like, oh, wow. Like, it's not, you know, one size fits all. I couldn't look away. I just was like looking at picture after picture. Hold on a second. I'm going to, I'm on there right now. Oh, wow. Um, oh, oh my goodness. Wow. Did you know there was so much variety? I mean, I, it's not something I ever really thought about. I mean, she explains it all. I kind of thought like, okay, who cares what it looks like? And as she explained it to me, it's much beyond just kind of vanity it, it, people are uncomfortable, they're self-conscious, you know, with partners. And, and so it's just, you know, something that a lot of, it bothers a lot of women. And it's one of those things where if, if it doesn't bother you, you don't even think about it. Right. If it bothers you, you can't think about anything else. That makes sense to me. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. It's wow. Now you got me looking at this gallery. It's hard to look away. <laughs> wow. Okay. I think I'm good. I'm done. All right. Oh, well, um, you got over that quick. I was, I was in <laughs> rabbit hole for like 30 minutes. <laughs> so anyway, we're going to talk to her. Let's take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to be joined by a doctor who specializes in holistic medicine, and she's going to break down vaginal steaming yoni eggs and cakeaways. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Zen nicotine products are only for adults 21 plus who currently use tobacco or nicotine. Zen nicotine pouches, a fresh way to enjoy nicotine. Nicotine pouches are smoke-free and spit-free and are made with food-grade ingredients. Simply open the child-resistant lid and place the pouch between your upper lip and gum for up to one hour of real nicotine satisfaction. Zinn is available in 10 varieties and 2 strengths, 3 milligrams for fresh nicotine satisfaction and 6 milligrams for even more nicotine enjoyment. Simple and discreet, you can enjoy Zinn anywhere, anytime. Find your freedom, find your satisfaction, find your Zinn. Visit Zinn.com. That's ZYN.com to learn more and to find Zen nicotine pouches near you. At Carvana, we're in the business of driving you happy. And when you're shopping for a car, there's nothing sweeter than landing within your budget sweet spot. That's why shopping with Carvana makes it easy to browse through thousands of cars you can afford. Once your budget is set, that's what you get. And we won't surprise you with any bogus fees. Whew, sweet. So visit Carvana.com or download the app to shop for a vehicle. Carvana, we'll drive you happy. Squeeze every moment out of summer with a mango dragon fruit Starbucks refreshers beverage. It's a combo of sweet mango and bold dragon fruit flavors for a vibrant, refreshing way to cool down on hot days. Your happy is here at Starbucks. Order ahead on the app. All right, Dr. Lorena White is here with us now. Dr. White specializes in women's health with a focus on holistic and integrative medicine. Dr. White, thank you for being here. Thank you so much, and thank you for the invitation. Uh, okay, so let's start with steaming. Now, what is the history of steaming, and how does it work? 
Well, the history is so broad. Vaginal steaming is an ancient women's health treatment modality, and I always refer to it as the original women's health treatment modality. Oftentimes, we look at it in the United States as a luxury item or a spa-type item. However, in our practice, we use it for clinical purposes and health and healing. So when we consider what vaginal steaming is designed to do, it is designed to increase the blood flow. It's designed to address uh, painful periods. It's designed to address hormonal imbalances using natural herbs from the earth. So the steaming is nothing is being inserted into the vagina except for medicinal steam. And the blend is made to be tailored to the actual condition or the concern that the woman has. The blend depends on what the specific issue is that's being addressed, but but what are the options? Well, there there are two different options. I am a Chinese uh, licensed Chinese herbalist. However, and we have another herbalist in our practice and she uses Western herbs. So it can be herbs, anything from, let's see, calendula and um, if it's something to calm, any herbs that are going to stimulate blood flow, herbs that are designed to, or in terms of medicinal, that are designed to change and kill bacteria, they're bactericidal, herbs that are designed to not only address um, pain, but also to address potential cramping, herbs that are designed to uh, not only stimulate blood flow, but also can be used at the later portion of pregnancy to um, efface and dilate the cervix. So it really does depend, and it's not just one herb in particular, but the blend of herbs together that are designed to achieve the, um, put together to achieve the desired result. So you take the herbs and you put the steamer, it looks like kind of like a throne, like a wooden Yes, that's seat, exactly what right? we call it, a throne or a steam sauna. <laughs> <laughs> so you put, you put the herbs and the hot water in there loose together? Yes. We, in our, for our steam saunas, and this is what we have in our practice, we have a steam sauna or a throne. Inside, we put the hot water. Uh, we also use, have a way to measure so that the steam is not so intense and that it can be moderated depending on the sensitivity of the woman and so that this doesn't get too hot, but it still maintains the heat so it does achieve the desired result. Um, you put the herbs in there, you put the hot water, start steaming till she can start feeling that warmth, that damp heat, and you steam for about 30 minutes. So anywhere between 15 and 30 minutes, depending on the condition. Yeah, does it feel good? Does it the warmth feel good? It oh my does. God, it feels amazing. <laughs> does it? Yeah, it feels really relaxing. And I think you just have to kind of, um, you know, you're sort of straddling it. I think for each woman, yeah. you've just got to find that, that like comfortable position and finding the right heat, um, like Dr. White yeah. was saying, so that it's not burning you, but you can feel that comfort. It's like when you're getting your face steamed, except it's your vagina and it's just like, you're just chilling. It feels great. Now, Dr. White, I'm sure you're aware that critics say there's absolutely no evidence that this works and that it could even be harmful. It could cause infections. It could cause allergic reactions. They do not recommend it for pregnant women, um, saying it it could cause miscarriages. What's your response to the criticism that there just isn't any science to support the claims? 
Well, there is plenty of science to support the claims. It just depends on how you want to look at it and interpret them. So the way I look at it in terms of scientific claims, if women were doing this for centuries and it still are in communities that don't necessarily monetize pharmaceuticals and they're still doing it, there's gonna be some truth to that, that's science. Um, when you move to a further, I guess, more contemporary culture, there are plenty of methods and utilization. Kelly Garza, she is um, the owner and founder of Steamy Chick. She has done research studies that demonstrate from postpartum to fertility and everything in between that steaming does work. Um, and in terms of it being harmful, a lot of times we are given that information and women who steam at home without any education, without any certification, without any proper guidance, it is going to be easy or potentially easy to burn yourself. When you're using herbs that aren't designed for your condition, that will definitely um, affect and potentially negatively influence your hormonal imbalance or your hormone balances. So the first thing first is to steam with a facilitator who one, knows what he or she is doing, and two, has been trained with the proper herbal blends, and three, take time to understand and connect with your body and understand how your body is responding to each of the herbal blends. So let's move on to yoni eggs and kegel weights because okay. they, they serve a similar function. Yes. Uh, so what, what are they and why are women using these? Well, yoni eggs are in air quotes, gemstones that have been formed into an egg shape. And the des desire or the design is to pretty much mimic what Kegel exercises do, um, but in the form of an egg. And it is designed to improve sensual and physical sensation. And most of most are marketed as being high quality in order to strengthen the vaginal muscles, toning the pelvic floor, and connecting with that feminine divine within each of us. Um, some women are use them during their steam sessions. However, as our practice, we have a pelvic floor, um, pelvic floor physical therapist on our team, and not necessarily one of those practices that we advocate for because there's so many places and conditions that could lead to negative effects. Not because there is anything specifically wrong. However, there's so many different ways that one size just doesn't fit all. So putting the wrong size egg in, eggs that are of different types of not of synthetic or not natural or porous or non-hypoallergenic materials such as stainless steel or plastic. Inserting those materials, the wrong size egg into your vaginal canal could wind up being painful. And because it is a common trendy thing to do, there's not a lot of education behind it. Now you mentioned the gemstone uh, because that's a big part of the appeal. You know, a lot of people are into gemstones and I have to say, 
I have an amethyst uh-huh. and I I don't, it's one of those things where you can't really explain it, but that doesn't mean it's not real. Absolutely. Because the reality is, is when I hold it and when I look at it, when I play with it, I, I feel lighter and happier and calmer. Absolutely. So I don't know why that happens, but I know that it does. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, Absolutely. So I, I'm, I'm, I'm a believer in the power of these gemstones. Um, and so there's, there's a, a lot of people believe that that's part of the benefit of these yoni eggs is that you yes. can kind of pick your different gemstone and then they're acting as little healers from the inside. Yes. What are your thoughts on that? Um, again, just like you felt the connection between with your amethyst and you know it's real, regardless of what anyone else can tell you, I could tell you that it was um, just a rock that you found on the street, but you're like, but I connect with it and it's working for me. But that's you and it's not necessarily about the outcome, but the journey to that outcome in terms of what does work for you. Hmm. Yeah. What are you thinking on about these uh, yoni eggs? What are your thoughts? You know, um, someone gave me one. It just wasn't appealing to me. It says so much about your friend, your social circle that somebody gave you a yoni egg. Like, I don't know anybody who would give me a yoni egg. (laughs) Right. It was in the context of like this group setting where we were talking about vaginal health. So it wasn't like... Mm -hmm. No, my friend was like, hey, I thought about you, girl. Look, I got you. <laughs> I thought your yoni needed some love. But I, I will say the idea of the yoni egg does appeal to me much more than the steaming. Um, the steaming just kind of turns me off, just the idea of it. But the idea of the egg, because again, I'm picturing this like meditative moment where I'm laying down and the gem is like doing its healing restorative work from the inside. Mm-hmm. So that does sound kind of cool. So if you ever find that egg, can you send it to me? Because you have, you didn't use it, right? <laughs> uh, I I did not, but I'd also you know be happy to buy you a new one. But Dr. White, it sounds like, and I don't want to mischaracterize your position, but it sounds like you're not a fan of the weights or the egg. Um, I just feel that there are non-invasive, non-pharmaceutical ways to address what the underlying conditions are. Just as a disclaimer, yeah. uh, I am not advising anyone to try any of this uh, just because like, I know people have gotten sued and they've had to pay out money. So if you're listening and you're interested in trying this, uh, do your own homework, do your own research and make your own decision. But we just yeah. wanted to introduce the conversation and, and some different viewpoints. Dr. White, thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate it. Thank you both. Thank you, Mar, And thank you, Pia. I appreciate being with you both. Thank you, guys. And after the break, we're going to talk to Beverly Hills star plastic surgeon, Dr. Kat Begovich, who specializes in vaginal plastic surgery. Don't want to miss that. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Zen nicotine products are only for adults 21 plus who currently use tobacco or nicotine. Zen Nicotine Pouches, a fresh way to enjoy nicotine. Nicotine pouches are smoke-free and spit-free and are made with food-grade ingredients. Simply open the child-resistant lid and place the pouch between your upper lip and gum for up to one hour of real nicotine satisfaction. Zen is available in 10 varieties and 2 strengths, 3 milligrams for fresh nicotine satisfaction and 6 milligrams for even more nicotine enjoyment. Simple and discreet, you can enjoy Zen anywhere, anytime. Find your freedom Find your satisfaction. Find your Zen. Visit Zen.com. That's Z-Y-N.com to learn more and to find Zen nicotine pouches near you.
At Carvana, we're in the business of driving you happy. And with the widest selection of used cars under $20,000, you're bound to find a car that'll put a smile on your face. Carvana gives you control by letting you customize your down and monthly payments. You can browse tens of thousands of cars online to find one within your budget, and you won't get surprised with any bogus fees. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to shop for a vehicle. Carvana, we'll drive you happy. Availability may vary by market. This summer, paradise is wherever you are with the new Pineapple Passion Fruit Starbucks Refreshers Beverage. With tropical pineapple and passion fruit flavors, it's bright and refreshing, like sunshine in a cup. You're happiest here at Starbucks. Order ahead on the app. Hey guys, we're back talking all things lady parts. And I'm joined now by Dr. Kat Begovich, double board certified plastic surgeon. She performs all kinds of surgeries, but she specializes in labiaplasty. And she's also starring in E's new show, Dr. 90210. It's a remake of their old reality TV show, Dr. 90210. But this one features an all female cast of doctors. Check out the clip. My name is Jessie Peralta. I'm 37 years old. I was a pussycat doll, and now I just want a pretty pussy. I had some tearing on my labia. I did have an experience with a male OBGYN who told me, oh, why would you do that? It's not worth it. And you just look like any old woman that's had a baby, and who cares? And it's like, I care, and that's, that's enough. That's right, enough no, of a reason. Exactly right, and I'm, I'm so glad that you didn't let that discourage you or make you feel bad in any way. Yeah, exactly. You caring is enough. That's See, the most important. And you understand completely because you're another important. woman. I do. I <laughs> completely understand. Really, like, 100% of my effort is focused on having it look as perfect as possible. Hi, Dr. Pat. How are you doing? You are a celebrity Beverly Hills plastic surgeon. You do it all. What is the most requested surgery that you get? Well, I specialize in body contouring and vaginal plastic surgery. So the majority of requests that I get are for mommy makeovers. And that's sort of my demographic. Um, my demographic tends to be, you know, a lot of young moms um, post-pregnancy who are looking to do tummy tucks, liposuction, um, some breast surgery. And then my niche specialty is vaginal cosmetic surgery, which is something that maybe a lot of people don't know about. Well, let's talk about that because I did not know about this surgery until I looked at your website and you have a photo gallery of the yes. surgeries that you've done. And I was so surprised because it never occurred to me to think of that like lady bits in terms of beauty. You know, one of the misconceptions about plastic surgery is that, you know, it's superficial or it's all about the outside. And, and really, it's most of the cases, it's not. And I think that's one of the great things about the show that I'm so excited about because it really goes into the depth and sort of investigates and um, reveals why people and why women decide to make that step to get plastic surgery. Um, because it is a surgery, right? So no one wants to have surgery. Um, but obviously there's something within them that moves them um, that really, you know, wants them to take that step for themselves to, you know, to make them happier, more confident. So 
that being said, especially when it comes to vaginal plastic surgery, um, it's usually not just vanity because I'll, for most of the patients that come into my office that seek vaginal cosmetic surgery, um, you know, they, they have other, you know, issues and complaints. And a lot of times it's very specific, like they say, you know, when they're wearing underwear, the excess labia, it kind of gets caught and twisted, or they find themselves in certain clothing, um, especially since nowadays, like, everyone's wearing leggings everywhere. Um, it's not just when they're working out, but they have to, like, tuck the extra tissue in. Um, there's sometimes hygiene issues. Um, in, with in intimacy, sometimes they feel, you know, a little bit self-conscious with, with their partner. Um, and then, you know, a lot of it is aesthetics. And, and for me, I just, I mean, I hate to say it, I feel like the vagina is like, you know, the, it's the, I always say it's sort of like the essence of life, right? I mean, it's where life comes out of. It's something that should be embraced. Um, women should always feel like proud and comfortable and comfortable with their bodies and their whole bodies, including the vagina. So, you know, part of, part of what I have tried to do with being so forthcoming and having these types of discussions is just to sort of erase the stigma that comes along with, you know, talking about, uh, you know, the private areas or talking about vaginas or even seeking vaginal cosmetic surgery. Because in the end, um, you know, every woman deserves to do things for themselves that make them feel happy and um, to to erase any sort of discomfort or shame in talking about any part of their body, I think is really important. Is that the same thing as vaginal rejuvenation or are those different surgeries? It's different. So labioplasty involves shaping or reducing um, labial tissue. It's a surgery part of it that basically removes the extra, extra tissue and also creates a shape. And, you know, I think that everyone has a different, I mean, first of all, what I try to emphasize is everyone looks different down there. Like, I've probably seen thousands of labia, and everyone looks different, and everything is normal. Vaginal rejuvenation involves technologies that um, build collagen, that tighten the tissues. Um, so, for example, um, at least, you know, in many cases, like post-pregnancy, sometimes a lot of women feel, you know, some vaginal laxity. Um, as we age or with hormone changes, um, we're constantly, you know, losing collagen, like everywhere. You know what I mean? So even in the vaginal tissues, there's a loss of collagen, a loss, a loss of elasticity. So things just kind of look a little bit looser, hangy. The skin quality changes. It looks a little bit, you know, like kind of like this wrinkly, crepey skin. And vaginal rejuvenation uses technologies. And the one that I use that I think is um, the most effective is radiofrequency. And so what that does is it builds collagen and tightens the tissue. So it's, it's not a surgical procedure per se, but it more has to do with function and tightness. Um, and, and I think there many, are... How many sessions would you need of that? Or do you, can, you, can you address the issues in one session? So, so I don't know if you've ever done any um, of like, you know, collagen building um, procedures on any other part of your body. Is similar, right? Is similar to that, right? Yeah. Well, so microneedling or radio frequency or facial peels or anything that you're sort of doing on the face, those all create a little bit of, you know, they sort of create like a little bit of um, injury or ta- you know, like or, or changes that build collagen. So the go- the end goal is the same for everything, whether it's on your face, your body, or your labia. Um, 
And yeah, so what happens is essentially it builds collagen, but it's not permanent, right? Because our bodies are constantly breaking down and losing collagen. So it's very similar. So just like you did microneedling and I told you, yeah, you'll probably need to do a few sessions and then some maintenance over the years. It's the same thing. So a complete treatment for the vaginal rejuvenation is considered to be a set of three that you sort of space out. However, everyone's body is a little different, and I find that a lot of patients see, like, you know, really, really dramatic, significant results, even feeling-wise, even after the second session. And then I just tell them, you know, they want to maintenance it once or twice a year. I know for myself, I mean, I do I actually do a treatment on myself um, every few months, and anecdotally, it sort of helps, the tightening kind of helps me, with like my, I have a little bit of post-pregnancy incontinence, even though it's not specifically indicated for that. I think just the overall tightening kind of helps me with that. And so, you know, I have like, I have this gigantic trampoline in my backyard that I jump on with my daughter. And um, I can tell when it's like, oh, okay, you know, it's time for me to go and right. do a little treatment <laughs> on myself. Um, so the trampoline really test. The trampoline, exactly. So I'm like, okay, that's my gauge, right? Trampoline, I got to stop. Okay, got to get in the office, do a vaginal rejuvenation, you know, give me a few days and I'm good. So, um, so when you're talking yeah, about I mean, tightness, though, is it the skin or is it like internally? Like, is it's I mean, deeper structure? It's deeper structure. So, so yeah, your partner will, structure. will your partner be able to tell a difference? I mean, you know what? I'll be, I've had a few husbands like come in this is of course before covid and quarantine but i've had a few husbands come in with their wives and they're just like what is this magical machine like is there any way i can really you know, see um and so you know and like i said everyone is different um of course and there are you know there have been studies done that even look at orgasm like there were you know a group of women that were Does either had um orgasms? trouble having orgasm or were an anorgasmic and then when, you know, like basically they did a, a, a series, this treatment series, and then they were found to have an increase in frequency of orgasm. And I think that the, the physiology behind it is just that there is increased blood flow to all the tissues. So obviously mm. there's increased blood flow to the nerves. I mean, on the wand that I used for vaginal rejuvenation, there's actually even like a measurement for the G-spot. Um, and I've had a lot of patients tell me that, you know, it really it really helps them. And, you know, with anything, you know, that has to do with intimacy or orgasm or anything that's sort of in that area, I think, you know, it's probably a combination of things. Like some of it's probably physiological, but then a lot of it is probably, you know, mental and emotional because that's, that's what I feel like plastic surgery is all about, right? It's always like a combination of those two things. It's a, it's a whole body experience. So, you know, I think that just feeling more comfortable in that area and just feel like, I think women, when they feel like, wow, I've done something for myself to feel better and feel more confident, I feel good down there. Obviously, that's going to increase their experience overall with anything, right? So I think that, I mean, for me, that's what I think it's like the, the, the most um, amazing thing about plastic surgery. And what I love the most about what I do is that it's not just like pinpointing a specific physical thing, but it really relates to a whole person you know, physically, mentally, emotionally. And I, you know, I think it's one of the fields that really, you know, for medicine, it's like, it's hard to, it's hard to encompass all that. And I think it's really, what makes it really special. So you mentioned a wand. So you insert the wand. Is that how the procedure actually works? 
Yeah, so there's a, a wand, and it has a very small diameter. It's only about a centimeter, and it has, like, a little piece on the end. It's like a little rectangle, and that's where the radio frequency is delivered. So it's similar, like, you know, to the facial radio frequencies where, you know, there's, like, a hand piece, and then at the bottom, it's, like, the little area of action where the radio frequency is delivered. So the wand is used to treat the outer labia majora, the labia minora, and the clitoral area. And then it's used to treat the inside. So like along the walls of the vagina in the G spot. And, um, and you have to like closely monitor because it, it has to, it's temperature controlled. So basically, you know, it only hits the maximal temperature, but there is, um, there is a certain temperature where it's effective and you have to treat each area for a certain time. I'm really like, you know, super, super anal attentive when I do it because I want to make sure I, like, I treat each area exactly the way it's supposed to for it to be effective. Um, and it takes about like 30, 40 minutes and patients are comfortable and awake. I tell them it feels like a hot stone massage. And usually they just sort of take the time just to like do girl talk, you know what I mean? Because it's like you're lying there and it's half an hour and <laughs> you know, what else are you going to do except for catch up? And and I think that, like I said, I mean, I think plastic surgery is, is it's part physical, but it's also about the overall experience. So a lot of times, you know, I have a, a lot of really great conversations with patients where they may not necessarily feel comfortable talking about, you know, their vagina, um, intimacy, et cetera, but because there's this trust and already an open line of communication between, you know, doctor and patient, it allows them to ask questions that they may, you know, otherwise not feel comfortable talking to their other general doctors about. And and I think that for me, that's why it's become a niche because I remember when I first sort of learned about the surgery when I was in like my residency, um, I also did not know that it existed. And as I was learning more, I could see how you know, because there's so few female plastic surgeons, first of all. And then, like, surgeons that even specialize in this is, like, even more rare. And I was finding that a lot of women, you know, had a lot of discomfort or embarrassment or just, they just, you know, it really, really bothered them. And they didn't know it existed or or they would go to maybe, like, their general doctor or their OB and they would almost be shamed for asking, you know what I mean? Um, or they, you know, they would say, like, oh, you know, this, this bothers me, it's hanging, or I get toilet paper stuck there, or, or I just don't, you know, I don't, I feel this, like, I don't like the way it looks, and they would be just told, oh, it's normal, it's fine, or, oh, like, you know, are you okay? I had one patient, like, her, her doc, and she had, like, undergone, you know, extensive um, cancer surgeries in this area, and it was, like, really, mm-hmm. so she kind of became more sensitized, and when she asked about the labiaplasty, her doctor made her, like, sent her to a psychiatrist for having, like, body mm. dysmorphic disorder or something, like, you know what I mean? And and I think that as doctors, it's really important for us to always hear our patients, to always listen mm. to them, to always, no matter what, you know, no matter what, to feel like whatever they're saying matters. What's the cost? What's the range? I know it's going to depend on where in the country you are and who is doing it, but what's the range for the labiaplasty? Well, you know, it really, really, really varies, maybe a few thousand dollars. Um, you know, for me, obviously, I have m- more concierge aesthetic. You know, I really, I'm like, you've seen the before and after pictures. I mean, I really yeah. take care to get it symmetric and even. And for me, it's not just cutting extra tissue. It's really um, an, a, an aesthetic 
shaping of something that I feel like is, you know, one of the most beautiful parts of a female body, you know, and I, and I, and I really celebrate this, you know, um, women embracing their femininity. And I think that this, you know, the surgery really helps them do that. Um, so for me, I'm closer to like, you know, the 15,000 to 25,000 range. And I think a lot of people who, you know, maybe specialize that in this surgery may be in that higher range. But like I said, I mean, I think that um, just the fact that it's out there and women can talk about it and it's, you know, just like talking about any other part of your body, I think is, is really it's important. Um, and like I said, just most of all, just for every, you know, every woman's voice to be heard. I can't wait to see the show. I mean, Botched is like my go-to viewing. Like, I'm, I do not miss one. And this is going to be added to the DVR. Um, it's like, cannot wait to see the show. It, it's right up my alley. And it looks like a really, really good show. Yeah. I, I think you'll really enjoy it because not only does, you know, I really feel like E, um, you know, it's so it's sort of like, you know, portraying women in a really, really positive, empowering light. Um, not just the doctors, but also the patients and also portraying plastic surgery in a different way that it's been presented because I feel like, you know, for decades, plastic surgery sort of just been put out there kind of like, you know, entertaining, superficial. It doesn't really truly capture the essence of what it truly is about, which is like amazing, inspiring transformations, you know? And so right. just a combination of the, the vulnerability of people coming forward and sharing their stories Mixed with just, you know, E, what E does the best, which makes it incredibly entertaining. I just think it's going to be really, really new programming that hasn't been seen before. And I'm like so excited for it. <laughs> oh, that's great. Well, I can't wait. Thank you for, for your time. It's my pleasure. Have a wonderful day. And you can check out Dr. 90210 on E Monday nights at 10. Hey guys, thanks for listening. I want to know what trends you have questions about. So hit me up on Instagram. I'm at Mara S. Combo. You can also check out the Trend Reporter on YouTube, covering all of the newest trends, including tutorials on everything from food to beauty. That's youtube.com slash Mara S. Combo. The Trend Reporter is a production of iHeartRadio. For more shows from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. 
even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, at an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and Geico is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to geico.com or contact your local agent today. Zoo your wild side with the Zoo Pass. It's so easy to explore all the wild things at the zoo. With a new Zoo Pass, you get four free e-coupons to use on the safari train sponsored by North Shore Bank, the carousel sponsored by Penzies, or this summer's special exhibit, Dino Don's Dragon Kingdom, sponsored by Sendix Food Market. A Zoo Pass gives you free regular Milwaukee County Zoo admission. Plus, a family Zoo Pass can pay for itself after two visits. Order yours at ZooPass.com.